In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. Don't know why I started singing there. If you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now this story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit. The first part of the post had to be recovered as it was deleted. That may look slightly different from the update which we have got. And it says, am I the asshole, female 28, for telling both parties I have an issue with my boyfriend's male 28 friend, female 27, going to stay at his after a night out because she's fallen out with her boyfriend. I am in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend and today we've had a difficult day communicating due to me feeling quite depressed. He's been out drinking all day with two female friends and I've asked him if we can chat about a few important things when he gets home. He gets home about 10pm and is pretty wasted so we don't really get anywhere with our discussion. He then tells me around 11pm the two girls are heading over because one has just had a fight with her boyfriend. I ask him to ask them to go somewhere else as I really want to sort out our issues and he lies and says they probably won't turn up. 10 minutes later he says they're at the door but when I dig a little it's actually only one. They are friends but they do have a history. He's aware I'm not comfortable with them one-on-one when booze is involved. Not through lack of trust, but more so I feel it's disrespectful to me. He begins to hang up on me telling me I'm being irrational when I keep asking him to please respect my boundary. So I tell him if he won't listen to my boundary, I will ask her. We went to school together and are reasonably friendly. He continues to give me verbal abuse telling me I'm irrational or she tells me how platonic they are. But neither acknowledge the fact that as a long distance couple, one thing I don't feel comfortable with is drunken sleepovers with old flings as I don't feel like we need the added stress and I know he would flip if I did. I've clearly laid out these boundaries to him in multiple prior conversations. Am I the arsehole for messaging her when he ignored me? They both ignored the request and are currently blanking me, which feels just great. And there was a few mixed comments on this one. So the first commenter said, unfortunately, I do think you're the arsehole solely because it is reasonably probable that the girl in question may have been leaving or seeking a respite from a potentially dangerous situation. And you do not know her range of options. I do not believe it is ethical to refuse to give refuge to someone in that situation. Otherwise, no. OK Finance replied to that and says, how is that reasonably probable? She can afford to drink all day, but can't afford a cheap hotel. She has not one friend other than Opie's boyfriend she can stay with. Opie's boyfriend is too poor to give her money for a cheap hotel room. Not to mention the fact that you're assuming the girl's boyfriend is abusive simply because they had a fight. There is nothing at all probable about your scenario, but I think it's quite probable that Opie's boyfriend doesn't understand reasonable relationship boundaries and will probably be an ex-boyfriend soon. Not the arsehole. Opie responded to that and said, I really appreciate both points of view. I too was concerned about this. However, she intentionally turned down a lift with her best friend. 
the other girl to go to my boyfriend's house instead. These two have a history and her boyfriend is already quite upset by her friendship with my boyfriend. Also, when I asked her, I was very kind and reiterated it really wasn't her responsibility. It was his, but I hope she understood. Critical says no one's an asshole here. Is this type of behavior a deal breaker to you or not? Don't get caught up with trying to change his mind. Drag it out for years and, and we're on here in five years asking why Yola even got married. Antique Cranberry says not the asshole. They are obviously up to something and he doesn't care about you. It must be heartbreaking for you, but that's the truth. Leave this guy. He's best suited with his friends. You kind of overdid it by reaching out to the girl he is with, as she doesn't owe you any loyalty, unlike your neglectful boyfriend. Reconsider this relationship because these following incidents are unlikely to end. You won't stop this. It more likely hide the future chances of you finding out. Northwest Passenger says you're the arsehole. You're trying to use your friend to police, limit, or change your boyfriend's actions. His actions are his own and he's solely responsible for them. He's repeatedly crossed your boundaries and, and this should have broken your trust in him. Why hasn't it? Taking a long view, suppose your friend had said, you are right, I am leaving. I would have been fine this time, but what about the next and the one after that? If you can't trust your boyfriend now, then when will you be able to trust him? You should decide if it's time to find someone else who loves you back and is deserving of your trust. Reddit says, not the asshole, but... One, you were never going to solve conflict while he wasn't even sober. That's a terrible idea. Don't try it. Two, you did not set a boundary. You made a command. Boundaries are always things within our control. You can't hang out with my boyfriend is a command. I won't date people who drunkenly cheat on me and continue drinking or whatever is a boundary. I won't date people who ditch important relationship conversations to get drunk with their friends is a boundary. Three, if you don't trust him, own that and break up with him. It sounds like there's plenty of issues in this relationship and it's best left behind anyway. And just says I'm not the asshole. He's showing you he doesn't care about respecting your boundaries and in a long-term relationship that is paramount to a healthy, trusting relationship. The fact that they've both chosen to ignore you is extremely cruel. I think it's time you take a step back and really think about what kind of partner you want in your life and why you think these red flags aren't important. You deserve better. And I gotta say, as I was listening to this, listen about that relationship and how it works and stuff was certainly giving me red flags, of course. The OP does update the post and he says, I would love to hear what people feel a fair compromise would be and also if I need to consider if my expectations are too high. For context, the clique is my boyfriend, two girls and one guy. I attended school with the girls and briefly dated my boyfriend's friend six years ago. They also have all gotten off with each other in the past, kissing only slash casually. My boyfriend and I began dating in December 2022. I've known him since childhood, but we lost touch for over 15 years. At the beginning of the relationship, I sensed negativity from this group of friends, but was reassured by all there was no issue. My boyfriend and myself also cleared things with his friends who I had dated, who assured us that there was no unresolved issues and that he was happy for us. Fast forward three months and they were drinking and booking a holiday. My boyfriend initially invited me, but the group stated they didn't want it to be a couple's holiday and therefore didn't want me to go. His male friend at this point cited our history as a reason why he felt uncomfortable. I reluctantly accepted this but assured my boyfriend I didn't think it appropriate for the past to be used like this in future as I felt we should all move forward and accept the present. The issue did cause a rift between myself and my boyfriend affecting how secure I felt in the following months as I wasn't sure how he would respond in future instances. Another trip was discussed and my boyfriend said he would ask his friend not to exclude me. 
But a while after this conversation occurred, his friend again messaged their group chat to request if it could be just friends. By this point, my boyfriend has not stood up for me. This issue for many months and last week, I became fed up of the atmosphere and messaged two of the friends asking why they kept covertly uninviting me. They both responded very defensively and the male again reiterated our history as a relevant reason. He also stated the four of them have a special friendship and time together as a four is valuable. My boyfriend has seconded this. He said initially he would have liked us to get along, which we do, but that's obviously not what they want. And despite my efforts, they prefer it just being just the four of them on holidays and trips. He also said he wouldn't be against supporting the exclusion of me on certain trips as you can't force them to want to spend time with you. All I want is for us all to be mature, squash it and move on, but it does feel like no one wants to do the same. It also feels like my past dating history is being unfairly used to justify this. I have no issues with him remaining friends with them. I only take issue with the cliquey nature and feel strongly that this can't coexist healthily with our relationship. I'm very comfortable with conflict resolution and would happily move past this, but I sense these people aren't and won't want to. We are currently on a break while we both evaluate our boundaries. I know I shouldn't pass the blame onto his friends, but it does aggravate me that their preferences are having such an impact on our relationship. And rather than ask them to reevaluate their position, he finds it easier to blame me, telling me, you're letting it ruin us. And there were some relevant comments on this one where Opie replied to him. Athena says, They are a really childish group and your boyfriend is really no help. Don't force yourself into that group dynamic. It doesn't sound like it would be fun or healthy for you. If I was in your position, or develop friends and hobbies outside of him and his friend group. Take some trips without him. Don't make him the center of your life and don't give the stupid friend group the pleasure of knowing you are bothered. You should also consider, is he balanced in the amount of time he is spending with you, taking trips with you? If not, then have a discussion with him and decide if the relationship is worth the drama. Opie says, that's the thing. I generally don't have complaints about how he splits his time. A long distance and I live in England for the most part and them in Ireland, but myself and him visit back and forth. I just don't like the precedent that it's okay for me to be excluded from future trips from the get-go. But at the same time, if he himself is saying, I want it to be only the four of us. I don't know how to feel about that considering the way it's all happened. I'm torn between respecting his wishes and ignoring them or insisting on more respect. Opie finishes with a final comment and says thanks all. I really appreciate all the views given. I've explained my feelings to death and I've now walked away. I cannot maintain self-respect while accepting a partner who harbors slash encourages this type of exclusion and quite frankly bullying towards me. It's an extremely hard choice but a needed one for my own sense of self and peace of mind. And like I always say, I know it's going to be incredibly hard. That's, you know, you've been with this person for a long time and but at the same time, I think this is a good outcome for you. Why would you want to be a part of that I just couldn't help but feel like their little special friendship, as they called it, isn't going to change anytime soon and you're going to be constantly being neglected. And, you know, your boyfriend isn't going to be backing you up in any way, shape or form. This is it. That's what you're going to be getting. So I'm glad you took the step to move away from that. And I think it'll be positive for you in the end, although you may not see it that way at the moment. But what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This story comes from a throwaway account and it's titled it's now or never for me to have kids and my fiance told me he's not ready and I'm devastated by his decision. My fiance and I have been together for a couple of years now. When we first started seeing each other we were both on the same page as far as goals for a relationship. We both wanted a child and to get married. Everything has been great. I adore him and I know he loves me as well. I've never had such a great relationship. Recently, I've been faced with some medical issues that have left us with a choice to have a child now or never have one at all. This was very hard to come to terms with, but I know that I would rather try now than risk never having one. He, on the other hand, said he wasn't ready. He explained to me why he isn't. He's worried about finances. He's worried about our relationship failing because of stress. Every worry he has is completely valid and I don't fault him one bit. He himself has cried to me over this decision and has expressed how sorry he is that he can't commit to this right now. I'm absolutely devastated that he doesn't want to go for it. I'm stuck between assuring him that his fears are valid and also being upset at him. And I hate that I'm upset with him. I'm having a hard time being intimate with him right now. I'm holding so much sadness. How do I move forward in our relationship in a healthy way? OP explains more about the medical issue in the comments and says... I had high-grade precancerous cells found in my cervix. They recently removed them, however, my margins were not clear and they found endocervical involvement on the tissue they removed. From what has been explained to me by my doctor, it is very likely to return and I will need to go do this again. They removed quite a lot of my cervix during my last procedure and I'm left with enough to have a healthy pregnancy. But once they do it again, that won't be the case anymore. Cervical cancer is slow to progress, so the prognosis is as far as that is concerned isn't bad. They are monitoring closely to make sure it doesn't get to that point. He's been heavily involved and understands all of my medical issues. He's been a great support. He isn't worried about me not being there as far as that. Or if he has, he hasn't led on to me. He has expressed that he is worried I'll wake up one day and decide I don't want to be with him anymore. And that was one of his worries as far as trying for a baby goes. But I don't understand that one. I've never given him any indication that I don't want anything but him. And I can't figure out why he's concerned of me doing that. But I also don't want to dismiss that fear either. I've decided already to have a hysterectomy. I just really wanted to try for a baby first. Like you, I don't trust that the cells won't spread slowly, but I was reassured I would be okay if we wanted to go for it first. I progressed quickly, within a year, from a normal pap to CIN3 which as far as I can tell, a pretty quick progression. Now that this decision has been made, I think I need to go to my doctor and request that I have the hysterectomy. God, what an absolute difficult situation. I, I just can't help but think, and I know it's probably been done a million times and you know, it might be pointless me absolutely saying it, but 
a deeper conversation to be had to express those worries that he has. You said he expressed he's worried that one day you'll decide not to be with him anymore. I wonder if you can get like maybe a relationship counselor involved, you know, just to just to squash those worries if possible. Because I think you're absolutely right not to invalidate his feelings on, on what he's feeling. But there's no harm in talking about it and, and trying to get to the root of the problem if possible. Someone says to OP, says that this is tricky as, as if you choose to accept this decision then you potentially lose ever having children. Will you grow to resent him? Can you handle that? It's time to ask yourself if you desire to try for a baby is a hard line. OP says you're right. I need to really sit with myself and decide what is my hard line. I don't want to resent him. I very much love every aspect of our relationship and it kills me to see him so upset about his own decision on the matter. Someone says nobody is ever ready for a child. You adapt. That's the main point of the human race, adaptable to the situation. You cannot predict the future. You overcome challenges. Opie says, well, we're not financially ready. We both have good paying jobs and great health insurance. We own our own house with a great mortgage rate. A child is something we can absolutely afford, but kids are expensive. I can't blame him for being hesitant because of the financial impact. Stress says, I'd ask him what happens when he is ready and you no longer have the option. Is he okay with never having biological children or is he just going to divorce you and start over with someone younger and physically capable? It's not pressing to him because he knows he has options. If he thought he was going to lose his chance, you two would be on the same page unless he always wanted to be child-free and just didn't voice it. I would freeze your eggs, 5 to 10k, if possible. Start individual and couple therapy and really reevaluate this relationship. Opie says he's stated a couple of times since this decision came up that he would not be okay with not having the opportunity. During my medical issues, that was one of his biggest concerns. Would we be able to have kids? But he has that he just can't bring himself to say we should start trying. Adorable Life says, Opie, I'm very sorry to hear about your medical challenges. I hope whatever course of treatment you have goes smoothly. Your feelings are valid. You can empathize with him while also being angry about your situation and his desire to not have a child at this moment. I think you two are going to have to decide what can you both accept and move forward. Can you accept not having children? If not, you might have to end this relationship. Likewise, does he recognize the pain that not having children might cause you and is he okay risking losing you? I think you two are going to have to talk about what you both can accept moving forward to see if there is some common ground. If not, it may be in both your interest to go separate ways. Downtown says you move forward by leaving your fiancé behind. His concerns are valid, but there is never a good time to have a child. It's ironic that he doesn't want kids now because he fears it will split you two apart. While what will split you two apart is the fact he's unwilling to change plans due to life circumstances. It's okay to be sympathetic to your fiancé. However, you shouldn't have to shove your feelings aside in order to not hurt his. OP comes back in to give us an update and says, well, I'm pregnant. We're both in shock, honestly. After I posted the original post, we had another discussion and he told me the right decision shouldn't hurt this much, indicating that he was upset with his decision not to try for a baby when we had the chance. About two days later, I noticed something felt off with my IUD. I scheduled an appointment and my doctor took a look and said, well, that's not where it should be. So for at least a couple of weeks, my IUD was not offering any protection against pregnancy. And well, we unintentionally got pregnant during that time. However, it's all okay. After I had my IUD removed because of its misplacement, he told me he didn't want me to get back on birth control. So while it was unintentional to get pregnant, 
It's not unwelcome from either of us. He was ready to try. And although it's much sooner than either of us thought, we are optimistic about the serendipitous turn of events. Someone said to OP after this, said, they said, is the pregnancy viable? I'm a bit confused. You said he doesn't want you to go back on birth control, but if you're pregnant, then you wouldn't be going back on it. Opie says, yes, it's viable. Maybe I did not write out how the events happened in a coherent way. My IUD felt out of place. I made a doctor's appointment the next day to get it checked and the doc confirmed it had fallen from my uterus. We were unprotected from pregnancy during the time it was misplaced and I happened to be in my fertile window while this had happened. My IUD had to be removed. My fiance and I talked and he said he didn't want me on birth control anymore anyways. So I did not get my IUD replaced. In moving forward from this appointment, we were not going to be actively preventing pregnancy. But as it turned out, I had gotten pregnant while my IUD was in, but not in my uterus. We were both not expecting that. We obviously knew there was a chance of it because my IUD was not where it should have been, but it was still not planned and took us by surprise. We are happy with the surprise though. It was about a two-week window of getting my IUD removed and finding out I was pregnant. Well, 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 I guess that's that then. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.